Hello and welcome to Handball in Numbers, the Analytics podcast. My name is Mark Hawkins. I've returned from a short hiatus, but I'm joined by the ever-present Julian Rooks. Hello, Julian. Hi, Mark. Today, we're not focusing on one metric because we've introduced all metrics that we want to talk about during the preliminary round. But we'll focus on one game today, which is Denmark against Norway, which Denmark won 31 to 25. Top scorers were Hansen and Holm for Denmark with each eight goals and Sargosen with also eight goals for Norway. So today we're joined by a German coach, many, many years experience coaching in the Bundesliga and with national teams, clubs such as Erlangen, Goppingen and Ballingen, Welstetten innovative coach who played a lot of seven against six even before the new rule came into play dr rolf brack how are you yes thank you very good nice to have you here and our game that we focus on today is it was denmark versus uh, norway in the quarterfinal what were your what were your initial impressions from the game yes i think the first uh, half was uh, very very uh, uh, good from both teams But second half, the most problem, I think, was that there were no goalkeeper performance by the Norwegian team. It was similar to the game against Germany, where the German goalkeepers uh, had five or six saves more. And um, especially in the, in, the, in the most important phase in the beginning of the second half, uh, Landin goes better and better. The difference was not so big, I think. I think uh, only 10 saves by Denmark and seven by Norway, so you can see the shot quality, I think, was very good. The idea how to make easy goals from the six-meter uh, line, from the wing, from the, from the line of pivot player, and especially the one-and-one -one quality was uh, very, very high, and this was the biggest difference. It was only Sargosen, who uh, has a good quote in the one-and-one -one breakthrough actions, uh, but this was not enough. O'Sullivan was not so dangerous uh, uh, and not so effective. And the problem in the, in the last game against Germany was that the both left-hand players, which are shooter, uh, that this shooter position in the, in the last minutes, uh, Reinken made two or three goals, but in the, in the last two games, Norway has only uh, one player of the quality. And when you've compared with Denmark, they had Gitzel uh, on this right-back position as left-hander. Uh, I'm a, a fan of him. He's very, very good in one-and-one and, one and in decision-making and uh, in shooting everything. A perfect uh, right-back player. And this was a big difference. And then the, on the center, you had a very, very strong player with Holm in the first half. Then he had a little bit injury problems. But then comes Mensa, and then you had uh, uh, Mikkel Hansen as a perfect player in, in, in all uh, parts of, uh, of the game, in shooting and one and one. And so all players are, were able to, to win the one and one situations. Uh, and when they didn't make the goal alone, they made a very good pass to the wing player, to the pivot player. They had more crossing actions and the, the game was uh, was not so easy to defend uh, of, of Denmark. Like uh, for, for when, when Norway is playing, you had to, to look for Sargosen. And uh, then they played very often one against two against him. A very good helping mentality, I think. A very good anticipating anticipation moves from the blind side. So I think uh, it was very easy to have a better defense, including the better goalkeeper performance of Landin, especially in the, in the second half. 
And so I think the more variations in, in the game and the, the more individual quality of all back players uh, from Denmark, this was the biggest difference. Uh, the only part I think uh, Norway was better was were the fast goals in the fast break, first wave, second wave, third wave. I, I have uh, note 10 fast goals from, from Norway and only two falls. And by Denmark, it were, were four goals and two falls. And normally, the better goalkeeper performance and the better fast break performance is the most important thing for winning or losing. And so the better fast goal or fast break uh, uh, rate from Norway didn't help them for there were too many other points that this advantage it was not enough. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of things to pick up on in there. The, the first thing, and it was one of the first things you mentioned, um, I think we've seen, looking back at the statistics from earlier in the, or through, through the group stages, when Denmark were playing, the opponent's goalkeepers often had a lower percentage. And you know we can see also they had the highest shot quality of all yeah. the teams. Uh, you know, we we see with Matthias Gissel in after the first two or three games, his personal shot quality as a back player was incredibly high. Um, from the statistics from today's game, we actually see that Denmark's shot quality was about six or seven percent lower than than what it has been so far in the tournament. Norway gave themselves a chance by forcing Denmark to take some some worse shots than maybe than they have been normally. Do you think that makes it even more disappointing not to have a goalkeeper performance because they gave themselves possibly more opportunity to have a better goalkeeper performance? Or do you see that, you know, the, the quality from Denmark was, was, was still too high? I saw that both defense systems were very close. They only attacked against the ball possession player till eight meters and then they were very close together so that it was not so easy to come uh, in, in, in such a good situation. But I think that the problem of Denmark was that they had not the fast break goals. They had only yeah. four. And this is compared to the other games I saw. They had 10 or 12 fast goals, not only first wave, but second and third wave. So that when, when you see the position attack quote, I think it was much, much better than the position quote from Norway. And uh, so I think that the... Position attack was uh, very, very variable, was very, very good from the one and one uh, situations from the most important player. These are the back players and all of them, the second part of the second half, uh, that they were uh, uh, more effective in the, in the one and one trigger actions. This, I think, was the reason that the, for, for, for the, the quote of, of Denmark was not so high than in the, in the games before. Yeah, they're about 63% normally. Yes, but yeah. for the position, when you say that they made only four fast break goals, yeah. uh, I think uh, more than 60% or nearly 60% in the position attack is, is quite, uh, quite good. Other, otherwise, I think the Norway goalkeeper, they should have had four or five saves more. How, how many, what, what is the pace of the game? 48, 48. very slow. Yeah. Probably the reason for that is the same. What you say, barely any fast breaks, barely th uh, second, third wave. For both teams, it was relatively slow, clearly below their average. But when you look at the time that their opponents usually use in possession, it wasn't that far away from that. So 
usually both teams' opponents play slower than uh, Denmark or Norway do themselves. In important games, it's usually the game always becomes a bit slower because people don't want, teams don't want to take such high risk. Yes, they have six games now in, in 10 or 12 days, and you see there's uh, yeah. not so much changes in the in the games. I think that the most of the teams have a clear first six players for the first six, and in the last game, Germany had the first time that uh, players which came from the bench, like uh, Hefner or like Kühn or like Knorr, that they have a good uh, uh, quote But in the games before, you saw not so much changes, I think. And so I think then every two days a game, then the temperature, the climate in, in, in Japan, the, the problem in, a, in another country or in another region of the world. So I think that the finals will depend which team has the better players from the bench. And so I see good chances for for Denmark and for Germany too. For France has a very good bench and we will see what will will be in the in the afternoon today or the game against Egypt. For Egypt has a very good quality from a lot of players, I think. Yeah, and I think that for today's game, especially goalkeepers were interesting because, well, Denmark has Landin in goal. Um, But he didn't have the, the best tournament so far. But Belgarut mm -hmm. on the other side was was one of the best goalkeepers in the tournament so far. And obviously today it was the the other way uh, around. And especially Norway, well, they had some problems with offense where they heavily relied on Sargosen in the games before, but had a strong defense. And well, today, well, Denmark hadn't that much of a problem with, with Norway's defense. Uh, the two, two minutes suspensions from for Sargosen especially the second two minutes was not so uh, clear or not so uh, correct, I think. And then they had to change him on the long way in the first half. Mm -hmm. And in the, in the second half, then he gets the third in the 50th. There was the game nearly decided or they were not, not so close that I think that was not the, that he gets the third suspension after seven minutes before the end. Uh, but the whole problem to change uh, in him in the defense, I think it was, was, not, was not good for the Norwegian team that their best player has, has to go out in the defense. Yeah, and uh, I think that probably that O'Sullivan played with this injury didn't help the defense as well, yes. or, or Norway in general. O'Sullivan too, but he played not very good, good against Germany. He was injured very early, I think. Yeah. First half, and so uh, this uh, one and one, and uh, very dynamic player, very, very important for fast break, was not in his best shape. And so, I think the third position in, in the, on, on the right side, these two players uh, did not play their best tournament, uh, for they were very, uh, very early attacking against them, and uh, especially against Germany, they, uh, they played very bad. And today, I, I saw. Uh, on this position, a big difference between the modern uh, left uh, back player type, uh, which is very, very good one and one. And this uh, is not the aspect which uh, is the best quality of, of Röth and of Reinkind. And yeah. so uh, it was not, not enough. And the individual quality of the Denmark team from the goalkeeper uh, and the back players uh, position Uh, was too high or too big the difference in this key key positions goalkeeper and back players going forward in the tournament now obviously Denmark progress forward if you were 
to be playing against Denmark or coaching against Denmark in the next game? What things have you seen or any statistics that you've seen that you think an opponent could take advantage of or how would you set up a team to play against them? For me, the, the best team included the coaching quality of uh, Nikola Jakobsen. He's a, a brave or a very uh, a trainer which has no fear to, to make some uh, strange things. When he see there is a problem with six against six, he's able to play seven against six. Then there come a player like Morten Olsen, which is very, very clever. Uh, seeing the, the most interesting aspect, uh, what is the, the center players are doing in the seven against six that he passes very often the, the back pass, he gets the ball from left back. And then when he sees number three plays against him, he makes a very good back pass action. Uh, and so they are very have a very good variety and a very good quality in, in the six against six, in the seven against six. And otherwise, the problem is, is, is that um, Landin wins very often games, but I saw Landin in a lot in, in some games that he has no charisma, uh, no uh, language of his body. And so I think um, in, in one game, when the goalkeeper of the other team, like Germany against uh, Norway, Germany against Brazil, when there is bitter coming, he had from the last nine shots, he made eight saves. Uh, and so the, there are um, surprising things possible when the goalkeeper uh, position is better from the opponent of Denmark. But when there's no difference or, or, or Landin, I think, is, is a type when it's very important. Like today in the, in the first half, you have only four saves I, I saw. And then uh, when the, the game comes in the crunch time, uh, he's a goalkeeper uh, which is able to be very, very good in the, in the crunch time. And the other side, I think that um, like today, Norway, that they have a little bit problems in, in, the, in the retreat. But then you can make perhaps more goals than Denmark in the, in the fast goal or fast break situation. So uh, it's the, only, the, the old rule that you have a very good defense against them, uh, included the goalkeeper performance. And then uh, you get an advantage perhaps in the fast break goal situations or in the, in the, in the quote in, of easy goals in the fast break. But they are very, very good in, in offense uh, and able to make 30, 40 goals, uh, have a very good bench. So I think there are a lot of reasons that, that you cannot stop them, I think. So if you had to bet money on who wins the, the gold medal, you would put it on Denmark, right? Yes, yes. I think. I mean, I would agree as well. You, Mark? Yeah, it looks like it at the moment, I think. Yeah, I think there's not too much that speaks against them. All mm -hmm. right. I think it's a good ending for today. Thank you, Ralf, uh, so much for being our guest and, and for taking the time. Yes, thank you very much that I could speak with you. Okay. And tomorrow we will be back to focus more on the women's quarterfinals and feature one of the games there as we get to the business end of the competition now well until then as always follow us on twitter instagram facebook it's uh, at handpolitics everywhere or go to handpolitics.de where you get well, all the stats that we talk about for each game until tomorrow hear you then <laughs>